to Tales and Travels at the Emerald Public Library. I'm your host and intergenerational programmer, Michelle. All summer, I'll be taking you around the world as we visit nine different countries. Each week, we will hear a traditional tale from a new country and learn a little bit about where that tale comes from. For pictures, puzzles, or to follow along, you can download our companion booklet or visit the library for a copy to take home. This week, we're off to Ecuador and the Galapagos Islands. Now, about 500 years ago, Ecuador was part of the Inca Empire. At the time, Cusco was the capital of the Incas. And in Cusco, a girl named Ampita lived. She lived with her parents and two older brothers. Their family was poor and farmed the land as best as they could to serve their emperor, the Sun King. The prince had always been sickly. One day, they learned that the health of the prince had worsened. The Sun King feared for the very life of his only son. The court magician told them that their only hope was for the son to drink the water from the magic lake at the end of the earth. So, the Sun King announced that anyone who brings back the healing water will join the royal family. This was great because in the Inca Empire, regular treasures were abundant. So Ampita's two older brothers begged their parents to allow them to go. We can find the magic lake, they insisted. Fine, said their parents, after trying to convince them otherwise. The two brothers traveled for months. They climbed mountain after mountain. They were sure that each mountain they climbed would be the end of the earth. But it never was. Eventually, after climbing yet another mountain, one of the brothers stopped and said, We are never going to find the magic lake. I know, sighed the other. This is hopeless. Harvest is soon and our parents need us at the farm. Let's just take some water from this mountain lake back to the prince. So they scooped up a jar full of the mountain lake water, sealed it, and brought it back to the Sun King. Little did they know, the court magician had a flask that would only hold the magic water. When they poured their water into his flask, it sizzled and evaporated right away. These men are trying to trick us, the magician explained. The Sun King had them thrown in jail. News of the young men's fate spread quickly. Ampita decided that she should try next. If she could be part of the king's family, then she could get her brothers out of jail. She told her parents that she wanted to go find the magic lake. Absolutely not, said Ampita's parents. We'll have no children left at home. But Ampita begged, saying that it was the only way to get her brothers out of prison. Plus, the Sun King's son was only getting more and more sick. Finally, her parents agreed. Her mother gave her a bag of toasted corn 
and a llama to keep her company on the journey. On Impetus' first night, she kept warm next to her llama. On the second night, the cry of a panther awoke her. She did not want to put her llama in danger, so she pointed the way back home and told her to go. Ampita climbed a tree to spend the rest of the night in. The next morning, a pair of scarlet macaws circled overhead. She watched them fly around, enjoying her toasted corn. She spread some corn out on the next branch for the macaws. The macaws landed and helped themselves. Ah! What is a girl doing in the trees? said the leopard. So, Ampita told them her story about how the sick prince needs water from the magic lake. She told them how her brothers failed to save him and ended up in prison. Finally, she told them that now she was looking for the magic lake. Ah! You'll never get there on your own, said one of the macaws. The birds flew to the edge of the branch. After a little while, one of the birds says, Quah! We enjoyed your treats. We know how to help. The macaws gracefully rubbed their backs against each other. Three feathers fell. The macaws picked them up and flew to Ampita. These three feathers have magic. Quah! Hold them together as a fan. They will take you wherever you want to go. They will protect you from danger, said one macaw, as they set the feathers in her lap. I can never thank you enough, Ampita exclaimed. Will you take me to the magic lake at the end of the earth? Ampita was lifted above the trees and over the mountains. Thousands of feet below her, the snow-top peaks of the Andes raced by. At last, she was gently lowered onto the last peak. She stared in wonder at the magic lake. Ampita knew she had reached the end of the earth. She tucked the feathers into her waistband as a fan. Suddenly, from the woods, slithered a giant rattlesnake. It shook its rattle and flicked its long red tongue. Ampita pulled her fan up in front of her face. She closed her eyes. There was nothing else she could do. Her eyes still closed. She heard a thump. She opened her eyes softly. She lowered the feather fan. And there was the giant rattlesnake collapsed on the ground. The next moment, a giant red scorpion surprised her from behind. She raised the feathers again. Instantly, the sound of the scorpion rushing towards her stopped. The scorpion lay on its back, like still. Ampita was amazed. The macaw feathers really were magic. She stepped around the scorpion. She stepped around the rattlesnake. She headed to the shore of the magic lake. Then she heard a low humming sound. What now, thought Ampita, as she spun around. She saw a low, dark cloud moving towards her. The humming grew louder. The dark cloud got bigger and darker. Soon, she
she realized that this was not a normal crab. This was a swarm of army ants. She lifted the feather fan again. She closed her eyes, still expecting ants to crawl all over her and bite her. There were just so many. But nothing came. She peeked through the feathers. Ants covered the ground. Amputat kept the feathers in front of her face with one hand. With her other, she dipped a jar into the magic water. She sealed the jar, and she gripped the feather fan and said, Take me to the Sun King's castle. The next moment, she was facing the Sun King's castle. She announced that she had brought the water from Magic Lake. Amputat gave her jar to the court magician. Now, after what happened with her brothers, the magician was a little cautious. He didn't think that Amputa really had the water, but he poured the water into his magic flask. It did not sizzle. It did not disappear. He dipped his finger into the flask, dropped a couple drops onto the lips of the prince. His lips parted. His tongue flicked out. Then he slowly opened his eyes. His skin was still very pale. Drink this, said the court magician. The prince took one long gulp from the flask. He sat up, and color came back to his cheeks. The sun king was so happy. You brought back water from the magic lake and saved my son, he said to Amputa. She told him of everything that happened on her way. The Sun King was impressed by her adventures. As promised, you may live here and join the royal family, he said. But this was not what Amputa wanted. Sir, if you don't mind, may I ask for three favors instead? The king replied, well, of course, you may ask for whatever you want. First, please release my brothers from prison. I am sure they're sorry. I can. They're free to go, said the king. What's next? I'd like to return the three magic feathers to the scarlet macaws. Instantly, the feathers shot up in the air and flew out the window. The sun king laughed. I think that one is covered. What's your last favor? I would like my parents to receive large flocks of llamas, alpacas, and kunas. They will also need enough land to herd them on. Enough that they will not be poor in their old age. Enough space that my brothers and I may live there and take care of them. Ampita, I'll grant this on one condition, said the king. Ampita hesitated. Okay? Sun King smiled. You must promise to visit us often at the castle. We will visit as a treasured friend. Though you did not choose to join the royal family. Now, little did Ampata know that she would end up joining the royal family anyway. On her many visits, her and the prince became close friends and eventually were married as he remained well. So that brings us to the end of our story. Now, if you visit Ecuador, you can visit the Andes Mountains which is the same mountain range that Epita flew over in the story. 
all different kinds of animals that live there, including the Kuna, which is a cousin of the Lama. The Galapagos Islands are also home to many different species of birds, like the scarlet macaws from the story. Join me next week to travel to China for another tale.